In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have all been in a situation before where, for some reason, we are gripped with fear. It could be the moment of an impending accident. It might be in a war zone. It could have been when you opened your bank statement, or when you were sitting in the hospital with someone and you don't know the right answers. Heights, closed spaces, spiders and bugs, even a truly good, scary movie or book can raise our fear factor just enough to set us into an uneasy state. <clears throat> and for the last year, we have all been in a bit of an uneasy and anxious state. Between the coronavirus, the shaking of the global economy, the contentious and highly violent summer and election season, we have all experienced a little unease, a little bit of uncertainty, and a little fear even of what the future is going to hold. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. The last several weeks we have been talking about Jesus' ascension, his departure from earth in bodily form. <clears throat> but prior to this event, we have Jesus promising the disciples and us as well that he will not leave us comfortless. He will not abandon us to our own devices. Jesus promises us the gift of the Holy Spirit, the advocate, the abiding presence of God in our lives. Today is the Feast of Pentecost, where we celebrate the church receiving this gift. And notice what happened in our lesson. The church of that day the twelve disciples, Mary, the mother of Jesus, Jesus' brothers, and also certain women are gathered together in the upper room, locked away from the world. And during that time, we think about ten days, they devoted themselves to constant prayer. Then the event occurred. <clears throat> now, Imagine yourself there. Put yourself in that room with Peter, James, Mary, John, and all the others. You are there, having witnessed the crucifixion, the miracle of the resurrection. And just a short time ago, you were with Jesus as he ascended into heaven. And he told you to go to Jerusalem and wait and pray. What are you praying for? What are the prayers that you hear the rest of the people gathered together with you? What are they praying for? Who can you hear? What themes keep circling the room? One says, 
Lord, give me strength. Another one prays. I lack courage. Someone is getting anxious because it has been 10 days. And how much longer must we wait? You yourself, <coughs> you yourself pray for that deep burden, that one deep burden in your heart. And then it happens. And it is violent. There is no misunderstanding, no call for skepticism, wind and flame and a cacophony of sounds and languages, and above all, the power of the Holy Spirit descending on everyone. It is weird and strange and troubling, but it is also exciting, exhilarating, and the atmosphere is charged with electricity. You, you are empowered by the Holy Spirit. Now, let's move forward to today. In a way, there are many parallels to that event <clears throat> and today. We have been locked down or shut down. Some would say exiled during this pandemic. Many of us around the church have started referring to it as the Corona Tide, a special season of exile and discernment in the church. And now, things are starting to look rather different. <coughs> Churches are reopening. The distribution of communion is about to look more normal. The ministries of the church are taking shape again. Choirs are singing. We are opening doors around the world and new guidelines from our diocese are coming forward to us with greater frequency. We are no longer locked in that upper room. We have been praying for about 14 months and now we are standing at the door and unlocking it ready to fling it open. <clears throat> so the question we need to answer is this. What does Pentecost 2021 look like? Or, better yet, how can we make Pentecost 2021 not only a time of renewal in the church, but a time for this parish and the Church of Christ Catholic to emerge from that upper room, from being isolated and committed to prayer, and for it to become, once again, a powerful force in this world that is bold and courageous. Today is the day to start listening for the Spirit's calling and urging. And as St. Paul says, the groaning of the Spirit in our souls. We do that both individually and as the church 
corporately. There is a boldness in our evangelism, in our mission, in the way we worship, and in our prayers when we are attuned to the Spirit's call. <clears throat> Going back to our mental picture of the upper room, we are now bursting out with the disciples, speaking and preaching the gospel without restraint to all who would listen and hear. The people and crowds can see that there is something that is energizing us, something that is absolutely authentic about what we say, <clears throat> what we do, and how it has transformed our lives. And the crowds want to share in that. The crowds long to be made whole. The crowds long to be alive. Friends, <clears throat> we are people charged by the coming of the Spirit. Think about all the times we celebrate this person of the Trinity, be it in baptism or confirmation, or ordination. In a few minutes, during the Eucharistic prayer, we will pray for the Spirit to bless and sanctify the gifts of bread and wine. We, <clears throat> we are not only an Easter people with a message of salvation and hope, but we are a Pentecostal people, a people made bold and courageous <clears throat> with the empowerment of the Spirit. Imagine now, not the upper room of 2,000 years ago, but instead imagine today and tomorrow. What does a Spirit-filled parish of St. Christopher's look like? What does Portland look like when St. Christopher's is a beacon of what is holy in this town? <clears throat> How do we boldly proclaim Christ crucified, dead, risen, and alive with the Spirit shaping our minds and our words? Can you envision this place filled not just on Sundays for the Holy Eucharist, but daily with people streaming here saying, this, <clears throat> this is where I encountered Jesus. This is where I found love. This is the parish attuned to the Spirit's urging. And then imagine it with other parishes <clears throat> around this diocese. Think about our friends at St. Andrews or St. David San Antonio or even St. Christopher's in Bandera. Just like those flames of fire, imagine the Holy Spirit sweeping across this region of South Texas like wildfire, 
that is untamed and unhampered, but allowed to burn in our hearts. This is the Feast of Pentecost 2021. Let us pray that God's Spirit will burn through our hearts and burn through this land and burn through our Lord's most holy church. Come, Holy Ghost, our souls inspire and lightened with celestial fire. Thou the anointing spirit art who dost thy sevenfold gifts in part. Come, Holy Spirit, come.